today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. This is probably a first. A Canadian tire store in Moncton decided to put out the Christmas decor for sale this month. Now, the store ran out of seasonal furniture like patio sets, even leftover stock from last year, and needed to put stuff on the floor. So, Santa is there with stockings and trees and all that stuff. And I don't even know. You may be hearing this. So, we decided to ask somebody who would, I'm sure, have a great opinion on that. Uh, He is a retail expert, author of the new book, Retail Before, During, and After COVID-19. Bruce uh, Winder joins us. Bruce, um, is it too early for Santa in July? Yeah, it really really is. I mean, it's one of those things that you kind of got to feel sorry for the store because this is an unusual year. And um, it's true. I mean, if you look at all the outdoor seasonal categories, they're out of stock at most stores, patio sets, you know, uh, barbecues, things of that nature. So the poor store is just trying to fill pegboard. So instead of looking, you know, empty with pegboard staring at consumers, they're trying to put something up. But there's going to be a lot of people who kind of find this, you know, funny, a lot of people who find this odd, a lot of people who might even get angry at this. So it's going to going to cause all kinds of different emotions. Well, one of the things that the uh, manager talked about, uh, as you said, uh, they're wiped clean when it comes to fire pits and patio furniture, patio umbrellas. They said they had no stock to put out on the floor, so that's what they did the uh, Christmas. Um, but then they shifted to to holiday lights, and and I'm curious because we've we've heard the stories, Bruce, of um, and we talked about it on the air. Usually around Thanksgiving ish, maybe before or after, you go to a store and you get the first, uh, if you will, whiff or the first reaction to a Christmas motif, either a Santa Claus or Christmas cards or something, right. and pe- people say it's too early. I'm wondering what the response is going to be. As you say, there could be some visceral anger to this. Yeah, it's going to be across the board. I mean, some people will find it humorous. Some people will say, you know what, I need a change and I need this summer to be gone. So I'm grateful to see, you know, holiday, which reminds me of happy times. And there's some people who are going to be angry saying, you know, this is just commercialization 101 and you shouldn't be putting this up because it irritates me. So you're going to see all of this stuff across the board. But again, it's I feel bad for the store because there really is no inventory left, right? So they're just trying to do what they can. Our guest on uh, the Bill Kelly Show is Bruce Wunder, retail expert and author of the new book, Retail Before, During, and After COVID-19. Bruce, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to get that book before we spoke, but but I am now curious because uh, we've heard a lot, of course, for the last several months about businesses, what they've had to do to handle uh, what happened to them during the pandemic and going forward. Is it fair to say that in many ways, only the strong will survive when it comes to getting through this from a business standpoint? Yeah, it's a great point, and unfortunately, that's the reality, and I talk about that in my book. Companies who have a strong balance sheet, in other words, they're well capitalized, they have funding. Companies that uh, were lucky enough to sell essential goods that thrive during the pandemic. Companies that uh, have a really strong brand or have really a variable cost, flexible business model will get through this. Sadly, a lot of the folks who are small, who are undercapitalized, they're going to have to bow out. 
Uh, some of them will stay on, but a lot of them are going to bow out, especially the small businesses. Now, some of them will rise up from the ashes. They're going to start a new business again once they get their footing. But it is. Unfortunately, it's going to be really tough, and there's going to be a bit of a purge. You know, it's interesting, too, Bruce. I talked to uh, some uh, local restaurant owners in the Hamilton area, and, you know, I go in and uh, pick up, uh, for example, uh, a pizza from one of my favorite places in Hamilton. And I talked to the owner, and I said, well, what a, are you ready to come back? What about your staff? He goes, a lot of the staff don't want to come back because they can stay at home and earn the $1,000 that the government is giving them. Do you find that that's the case more and more? Well, you know, I've read a lot about that, and I hear sort of two different stories. Um, if you talk to folks uh, in the small business community, the associations, they're saying that's a big problem, um, where, you know, folks would rather stay home, enjoy a Serb $2,000 instead of going back to work. But if you talk to union representatives or labor representatives, uh, many of them are saying, look, this isn't the case. They're actually making more by being at work, but they're just nervous about uh, small business and they're nervous about going back and they're also complaining that some small businesses don't have the right safety measures in place so you know there's there's probably a little bit of both on both sides but definitely it's been a topical conversation bruce uh, the latest numbers that came out retail sales uh, in may surged 18.7 percent it sounds like a lot but the economists the experts uh, had expected more and still 20 percent below pre-pandemic levels but having said that have we kind of i don't want to use the term a hit rock bottom but are we slowly starting to see more of an uptick in in businesses uh, here we are in july versus uh in may or june or april yeah, one can argue that we've hit the bottom, um, you know, during the, the sort of April time frame. Now, it all depends on whether there's going to be a second wave, and most fe- people feel that there is going to be a second wave, unfortunately. I think that, you know, uh, of all the pandemics, we've always had a second wave. So it could get worse again uh, before we kind of get out of the woods here, but it's looking good. We're sort of recovering nicely from where we were in April, but we still have a long way to go. Um, Yeah, retail sales are up month over month, but if you look at year-to-date, like you said, it's still off considerably. Uh, when we uh, look, Bruce, at, at businesses, uh, we've done a lot of stories here on CHML News about businesses that, for one reason or another, because of the pandemic, have had to uh, rethink the way that they have done business. And maybe, you know, a lot of companies got into uh, doing things like uh, manufacturing N95 masks or things right. that help businesses and healthcare workers deal with the pandemic. Do you find that you're hearing that a lot more, that businesses have had to, if you will, reinvent themselves totally in order to uh, stay afloat? Absolutely, and that's one of the things you're seeing, especially the small to medium-sized folks, have had to turn on a dime. Now, luckily, they're small enough and nimble enough they can, but they've had to do everything from, you know, if you're a restaurant, you started selling grocery, or if you're a manufacturer, you started making gowns or masks, right? Uh, You started offering new services or doing delivery for the first time, uh, selling online for the first time. So, You're seeing, you know, the good news about small to medium-sized business is they can turn on a dime and they're nimble. The tough part is they don't have a lot of cash kicking around or financing to, to weather the storm. You know, it's interesting, Bruce, you mentioned online, and it seems to be more and more, and this was the case I found last fall heading into the Christmas season. Before all this happened, a lot more people were shopping online, and a lot of people were bemoaning the fact that this could be the start of the end of the mall. Do you find uh, that maybe uh, that may be a little overblown, but that a lot more people, for whatever reason, are now shopping online versus actually going into a store? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you're right. We started to see people shop online. And in Canada, we're behind the U.S. and the U.K., but we've seen a steady increase in online shopping, which has put pressure on, you know, Tier 2 and Tier 3 malls. Um, and with, with the pandemic, you know, nothing is happening sort of from one side to the other, from ditch to ditch. But you are seeing, you're going to see through the pandemic, Tier 3 malls, the small malls who don't have the big brand names, and they're going to suffer the most, and some of them are going to go potentially bankrupt or repurpose the real estate into condominiums and services. The Tier 1 malls are going to do okay, though, the ones with the big national brands. It's going to take them longer to get back. You know, most of them are well capitalized through pension funds and things like that. So the Tier 1 malls will do okay. It'll take a little while. Tier 2 malls will be hit or miss, and Tier 3 are probably going to suffer the most. Uh, when do uh, businesses, I, I know that a lot of them have, have had to change their approach to obviously marketing because they don't have the cash now. Um, when do you think a lot of these businesses, maybe even national brands, will kind of uh, start to remarket, if you will, what they have? Because I know that there's a lot of businesses now that, for whatever reason, aren't advertising right now, and we understand totally, but when do you think that things will kind of start uh, getting back to here it comes the new normal? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you're going to see a transition as we go into the fall, right? Because retailers can't afford to miss the fourth quarter in a lot of cases. So you're going to see a transition really from sort of, you know, the more of an empathetic advertising we heard during the pandemic and, you know, the sort of we got your back advertising. That's going to morph into, you know, uh, the holiday, you know, we're back open again. You're already seeing ads saying we're back open for business. Our stores are open, come back. Um, it's going to be a delicate balance, though, because there's, you know, still a fair uh, portion of the economy who's fighting this pandemic and who've suffered economically. Uh, but definitely retailers are going to have to set their sights for fourth quarter and get back in the game hard. They can't afford to lose that quarter. Uh, and the uh, that quarter, as you're talking about, would be the quarter heading into and including the Christmas season, right? Yeah, really the fourth quarter. So that that's the, the make-or-break quarter for many retailers. Not all, but many is the fourth quarter. So you're going to have to see them pretty start ramp up quite a bit in sort of October time frame, you know, and really sort of go hard during that time. There's probably going to be a lot of discounts, though, you know, trying to blow out merchandise because some folks have been stuck with merchandise. We talked about patio being sold out where well, there's a lot of merchandise in the fashion area, spring fashion goods that uh, didn't sell. The stores were closed, and you're going to see a lot of deals on those. Bruce, just before we wrap up, uh, I don't want to be the guy that is the fly in the ointment, but I have to ask this question. There's been a lot of conversations about a second wave of the uh, coronavirus hitting just in time for flu season, which is usually October, November, heading into the holiday season. Uh, should I even ask how much of a, uh, of a crimp in plans that is going to cause if it happens to businesses? Yeah, it's going to be a disaster, unfortunately. I mean, you know, there's, there's businesses who are hanging on by a thread right now. If that happens, and sadly I think it will happen, you're going to see just another wave of businesses fail. So, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate, but uh, unfortunately I think it's going to happen. We'll keep an eye on it. Sad news uh, if that does happen, but uh, you know, a lot of businesses have had to uh, force uh, re are forced to rethink the way that they do things, and and hopefully we'll be able to survive. Bruce Winder, the retail expert and author of the new book Retail Before, During, and After COVID nineteen. Thanks very much for joining us. I'll let you handle the little ones in the background there. Yeah, and, sorry about that. No, Thank that's you. that's fine because I know every, everybody is working uh, working from home and and taking care 
share of stuff. So you know what? Uh, one of the brilliant ad campaigns that we're running on this station is trying to do a Zoom call with kids yelling in the background. It's hilarious, but I think that that's the case. So you're excused, exactly. Bruce. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks very much. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.